guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So yesterday's we talked about, you know, here's Jesus talking to the disciples about the destruction that's going to come to Jerusalem and the temple. And they're just like, um, we'd like to know when this is going to happen and what are some of the things that we should look for? Well, we talked about the when. When's that going to happen? Well, no man knows. But the, the importance of standing in holy places and watching and being mindful of that. So as you go into the rest of the chapter, there are a lot of the signs that are going to come for the second coming. I'm going to pull up a little list right here. And there's so many of these. You got war and rumors of wars. You got famines, pestilences, earthquakes, wickedness and hatred abounding. The abomination of desolation, which just sounds so pleasant, right? The sun and the moon will not shine. The stars will fall. All of those things. Am I okay saying I am not so much worried about all the physical calamities? I'm not. It's going to happen regardless of whether or not I stay faithful. Those things are going to happen, right? And again, I'm not trying to discount them, but I think sometimes when we read these chapters, we see all of the the signs of the second coming. We focus so much on those physical calamities that we forget. Those things are kind of out of our control. We do have things that are under our control. The thing that worries me the most actually, and I don't worry, I'm not a worrier, but the thing I guess that concerns me the most about those prophecies about the second coming, verse 22 in the Joseph Smith Matthew, which we introduced you to yesterday, for in those days there shall also arise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if possible, they shall deceive the very elect who are the elect according to the covenant. That scares me. (laughs) That really does. When you have got covenant keeping elect, faithful, wonderful people who become deceived by the false Christs that are out there. People who are speaking the falsehoods and making false things sound really good, showing signs and wonders that even these faithful elect are tapping out and going, I'm done. I'm not going to follow this anymore. Verse 23, I speak these things unto you for the elect's sake, right? And again, you're going to hear of roars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. So Jesus is saying, look, that's going to happen, but don't be troubled. So when I think about this idea of the very elect, according to the covenant, being deceived, I remember hearing a story a few years ago from President M. Russell Ballard, and he shared this, and I thought this was so appropriate. One of my fine missionaries who served with me when I was mission president in Toronto, Canada, came to see me some years later. I asked him, Elder, how can I help you? President, he said, I think I'm losing my testimony. I couldn't believe it. I asked him how that could be possible. Well, for the first time, I have read some anti-Mormon literature, he said. I have some questions and nobody will answer them for me. I'm confused and I think I'm losing my testimony. I asked him what the questions were and and he told me they were the standard anti-church issues. Again, many of these things have just been recirculating themselves for years and years and years. But I wanted a little time to gather material so that I could provide meaningful answers. So we set up an appointment 10 days later, at which time I told him I would answer every one of his questions. As he started to leave, I stopped him. Elder, you've asked me several questions here today, I said. Now I have one for you. Yes, President. How long has it been since you've read from the Book of Mormon, I asked. His eyes dropped. He looked at the floor for a while, and then he looked at me. It's been a long time, President, he confessed. 
All right, I said, you've given me my assignment. It's only fair that I give you yours. I want you to promise me that you will read in the Book of Mormon for at least one hour every day between now and our next appointment. He agreed that he would do that. Ten days later, he returned to my office, and I was ready. I pulled out my papers and started to answer his questions, but he stopped me. President, he said, that isn't going to be necessary. Then he explained, I know that the Book of Mormon is true. I know Joseph Smith is a prophet of God. Well, that's great, I said, but you're going to get answers to your questions anyway. I worked a long time on this, so you just sit there and listen. What a joy. The spirit and light of the gospel had returned to him. I commended him and gave him a big hug before he left. So, obviously, what made the difference in this young man's life? One of the elect had started to become deceived by all of the noises that are out there. So what happened? You go down to Joseph Smith Matthew, verse number 37. Just this first line tells it all. Whoso treasureth up my word shall not be deceived. So this young man, all of a sudden, again, he started to get into anti-Mormon literature. What happened is he went back and started treasuring up the word of God. And I have a very, very strong testimony of the word of God. I spend a lot of my life with the word of God, teaching it, sharing it, reading it, and studying it. And I can testify to you as you are taking that time, especially in the Book of Mormon. Take the time in the Book of Mormon. I know we're studying the New Testament. Testament right now for the Come Follow Me, but if there can be a time where you are reading from the Book of Mormon uh, on a daily basis, even if it's just, I've heard people say, you get that five minutes a day from the Book of Mormon, you are amazed of what that can do for you. What does scripture power do? It keeps you safe from sin, right? And so I think as we treasure up that word, as we're talking about this, one of the things that I'm, I'm reminded of is back in 2021, when President Nelson gave the talk called Make Time for the Lord. He addresses this very issue of making sure that you are not deceived by what's going on in the world out there, particularly keeping those covenant-keeping elect to be able to stay faithful and focused. So listen to our prophet here as he shares this thought. The voices and pressures of the world are engaging and numerous, but too many voices are deceptive, seductive, and can pull us off the covenant path. To avoid the inevitable heartbreak that follows, I plead with you today to counter the lure of the world by making time for the Lord in your life each and every day. If most of the information you get comes from social or other media, your ability to hear the whisperings of the Spirit will be diminished. If you are not also seeking the Lord through daily prayer and gospel study, you leave yourself vulnerable to philosophies that may be intriguing but are not true. Even saints who are otherwise faithful can be derailed by the steady beat of Babylon's band. My brothers and sisters, I plead with you to make time for the Lord. Make your own spiritual foundation firm and able to stand the test of time by doing those things that allow the Holy Ghost to be with you always. Well, I love that idea of treasuring up daily the Word of God. And I really, really believe that as we do those things, it is going to help prepare us for all of those things that are to come. So when all of those calamities and things that happen, including the deceiving of the elect, 
we're going to be able to not be deceived and we'll be able to stay faithful through this. I love this message and I know that it's true. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.